You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum. I am an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. Today, we are recording my first episode for the interview series related to the chakra system. So today we are starting with the root chakra and we're going to be talking to Krista Nilles. Welcome, Krista. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to get into all the nitty gritty of the root chakra. <laughs> We're going to try and demystify it a little bit because I know, as you would have heard in the previous episode, there are some really scary human-like things that come up that we don't want to deal with sometimes. And Krista and I are both Capricorns. So I feel like we both have this earthy energy and we both dealt with a lot of stuff around the root chakra. So I felt like Krista would be the perfect fit for this. And I think what we're going to start with, Krista, is talking about whether you've had some blocks around your root chakra. Yeah, so it's uh, the root chakra for me has been like, it's kind of been my uh, gateway, actually, for my spiritual awakening. And, um, you know, I, I'll kind of share with you uh, what kind of happened to me 14 years ago for my spiritual awakening. And it was very much uh, started with my root chakra. So basically, I was, you know, not being able to fully support myself financially. I was living in my brother's spare room, which, you know, he was charging me $300 a month for rent, and I was barely able to cover that. Um, so very root chakra stuff, like my basic survival and needs were barely being met. Um, I was struggling with, uh, alcoholism, so addiction. So, um, hence not being able to <laughs> afford my rent mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, my, all of my needs were just barely getting met and, um, yeah, my living, my living experience, my physical living experience wasn't awesome. I, yeah, I can yeah. definitely relate to having those kinds of um, struggles and really feeling like you're not sure if you're going to be able to like make rent the next month. It's definitely a struggle I've had as well. And I know it can be something, like you said, that can be a gateway to other things because before we can really open up to anything else, we need to have our basic needs met. It's kind of something that everyone experiences differently, but when you have been in that place, you definitely know the difference between being, you know, in the struggling mode and survival mode versus thriving mode. Um, and then I was wondering how you started to work through that and started to maybe heal and balance your root chakra. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, uh, the I want to try and get to the source of like where it all stemmed from. So for me, it was really acknowledging and recognizing that I was worth more <laughs> and that my life was unmanageable. It really was unmanageable. So realizing that, you know, I deserved more and that I 
needed to do some things to change my immediate surroundings and my experience <laughs> in life. So that looked like, you know, asking for help, recognizing that I had a problem and that I didn't know how to find help. And I didn't, so I just, I found a friend who had a little bit of experience in, in, you know, getting sober. And so I reached out to her for getting help. And then, um, and then it was kind of just like a, a natural flow of how things progressed. Um, it was not easy, you know, these things take time, but um, in terms of really healing my root chakra, it was really about, um, for me, figuring out some dark and deep uh, limiting beliefs that I had about who I was and, and what I was doing here. So um, some of those limiting beliefs were like, I'm not safe. I don't belong here. I'm unimportant. I'm, you know, I'm wrong. I'm bad. All these things that um, really kind of, you know, I really am a firm believer that your internal state will dictate your external reality. And so when I was able to look at those things and heal them, then that's when things started to shift on the external that's so interesting and so true. You do have to really actually look at it. That's like the starting point for me when I'm doing shadow work is exactly that, starting at the root chakra and looking because that's where the scariest shadows are. Um, and so I think that that is such an important point to make that nothing's going to change until you look at why it is the way it is and like what's really inside lurking that you're not looking at. Um, and I think that's such a good point that your external reality is really based on your internal reality you can't really have a you know abundant and wonderful life if you don't believe that you can have that that's such an important point that I think we sometimes miss we just want to skip steps and be like I just want to be in the abundance I don't want to be in this state anymore but it does take more than that and that leads me to another topic because I know you are very much interested and kind of an expert on manifestation. And so I was just wondering how we might be able to look at aligning our root chakra and how that relates to manifestation. Yeah. So it's interesting with, um, in terms of manifestation, because I totally agree that most things you start with the root chakra. However, in terms of manifestation, we actually start with the crown chakra, because mm. in terms of trying to make something manifest, where does that even come from? Well, we get an idea or an inspiration or a desire. And I don't know about you, but when it comes to trying to identify where these things come from, it's not internally, it's not inside my body. It comes yeah, true. Thought or like, so it's, it's almost like a download or a hit or some sort of external that gets implanted. And so we start with the crown chakra and this is like wisdom, spiritual connection it starts off as an idea or a desire inspiration and then it moves into the third eye which is where we engage with the idea we you know we can visualize it or um, ruminate over it and and it gains energy by us doing that and then if it's really something that is feeling good in our body and we're we're like actually wanting to manifest it it we then bring it into the throat chakra and we talk about it. We express it. Oh, true. And, and then it moves down into our heart where the idea or the inspiration becomes part of our 
um, relationships. So we then seek out other people in terms of finding resources for, you know, maybe how to bring this thing to life. We find the right people, we network. And then after that, we bring it down into the solar plexus, which is where we start to take action. And that will back up this desire in terms of, you know, nothing happens just out of thin air. We actually do have to take action to create things. <laughs> and yeah, so true. We want to create a building. We need to go and buy the cement to build the foundation. It's not <laughs> yeah. we're going to sit on our couch and just have this beautiful building erect itself. It doesn't work that way. Um, and then after the solar plexus, we then go into the sacral chakra. And this is where we bring elements of creativity and flow. So we find we get new inspiration and desires to help that take shape. Things just flow. Um, and then after that, it's down into the root chakra, which is where we ground the idea, where we actually create and implement structures and routines around keeping it strong and bringing it into the physical world. So this is like, if this root chakra isn't aligned or um, isn't balanced, it's gonna be hard for us to bring what we have internally, our thought or idea or inspiration and bring it out into the world, into the physical three-dimensional earth that we live on, right? That makes so much sense. Yeah. I love that you just explained that so well through all of the chakras, like that process, because as you're saying it, I'm like, yeah, that's true. That is what I usually do next. So yeah, that is usually the next step for me. <laughs> and so that really helps to kind of clarify how that, how that connects. And you're right. It is interesting because I know we were talking before about how I start with the root chakra for healing because I feel like you need to get that foundation before you move up into the spiritual chakras. But it's so interesting that it's true. We don't get ideas from our, you know, foundation and our like root uh, chakra. We get those from spirit or intuition or from, you know, an outside source. So I think that's a really interesting point. Yeah. And if I can piggyback on that, it's also yeah. interesting when, you know, that is the process to bring, to go from crown all the way down to root, to bring something into form. But if there's also something that we're working on to get rid of, like mm -hmm. a limiting belief or something that isn't serving us and we want to take it out, we do the opposite way. We go from the root and we yeah. go and we release it through, you know, first identifying it and then bringing it up into the heart chakra feeling like it's not belonging anymore it's not serving us anymore and then we talk about it like so much healing happens in the throat chakra just expressing it and letting it go and then through the third eye and then through the crown it's like no longer a part of us and asking for you know our higher powers and and the unseen forces to assist in you know taking it away or transmuting it into potential energy again and yeah so it's it's really interesting to see how you know the chakra system can be used both ways <laughs> up and down yeah I really love that and I think it's that idea like you said when you're finally releasing something how it's that like let go and let God thing where it's like take it away surrender like it's not mine anymore when you finally get to that point where it's that like inner knowing like okay I know this isn't me anymore like I know I don't need this anymore I think that's, yeah, that's really important to understand because I feel like when we are trying to manifest is actually when we find those limiting beliefs, because when we come to a block where we're like, why can't I make this happen? 
that's such a good question. It's like, as soon as you're like, why is this not happening? It's like, yeah, that's the point to go back inside again and be like, all right, clearly this isn't working for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that we do get a lot of hints from the universe too. And I was just wondering if you had any um, examples, uh, because this is spirit crumbs, if you have any examples of spirit crumbs that maybe pointed you in the direction of a manifestation or something that you followed your intuition for. Yeah, um, so <laughs> it's funny that it's you're, it's called spirit crumbs. Um, and I feel like more recently I get crumbs, but in the past, it's always showed up as like the cosmic two by four or <laughs> In this case, the spirit baguette or the bread. <laughs> it's like I, it takes some time for me to get used to recognizing signs and spirit crumbs and noticing them and acknowledging that they had meaning. <laughs> so usually it's like I will get a nudge and then a shove and then a punch and then a kick and then a push down the mountain. <laughs> I kind of the same, honestly, when it's something about myself. Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. And so it's, um, I, I mean, the one example that I can come up with is like a physical representation of how misaligned my root chakra was. And it was very much around the same time as, you know, 14 years ago when I went through my, um, my healing journey. Um, I actually had a cyst or like a, a boil at the base of my spine that wow. was like two weeks and it was the most uncomfortable thing. So my body manifested, like physically manifested a sign to tell me that this is out of alignment. Like you have to look at something. <laughs> I think it's something we forget too, is that the chakra system is actually related to our physical bodies. Like each chakra relates to a part of the body. So I really find that so fascinating that your body actually manifested something to tell you there was something wrong. Um, because I think we sometimes ignore that. I've been talking recently about like how I've been having digestive issues and then I'm working on my like sacral and solar plexus chakra. So it's always something that I think until you realize the connection, they seem like completely separate things. But I think that's super super important to remember is that we do have to pay attention to our bodies and what they are telling us too. And then I was wondering, because I I know you have your own business, I'm wondering how that has related, that kind of a journey has related to uh, the root chakra and manifestation for you. Yeah, so my my jewelry business, I have a jewelry company that I started um, 12 years ago. So after, you know, two years of good healing work, (laughs) finally, you know, was able to have the internal energy to create something. And um, it was all just a lot of spirit crumbs, actually. It was, you know, it started off as um, a Christmas present from my husband. He bought me some jewelry from Etsy. And, uh, and, and I was like, well, what's Etsy, babe? Where did you get this from? <laughs> and so I checked it out and I was like, oh, I could do that. I could sell jewelry online. That sounds amazing. And so I just started with a few pieces and I, you know, throughout the years, it just grew and grew and, and simultaneously as my business was growing I was also doing a lot of internal work and it was really interesting to see the correlation because I would hit plateaus in my business and I would hit plateaus in my healing where I would either stop doing the work or I would just like 
be too afraid to like it was like I can't go there nope not right now and it <laughs> yeah. coincided with like financial plateaus in my business and then when I was able to go there and do the work and heal part of myself it was like the exponential growth that would happen in my business within like a month or two it was crazy wow and, you know, whenever I'm in a position in my business where things are stagnant, I'm like, okay, well, what's stagnant in me? And making that correlation, it's like the internal reflects or the external reflects the internal. So really, and this is, I use this in so many areas of my life. Like if my relationships are stagnant, well, what, where is my relationship with myself? Like all the correlations, it's just so, I love how synchronistic they all are. And when I am able to see it from that perspective, it's like, how empowering. I have choice and I have the ability to really have an effect on my external reality by doing internal work and recognizing within myself what is out of balance. It's a really beautiful um, experience to be able to do that. And everybody can do that. I love that so much. I love how you were saying, even like whenever you recognize a plateau or like stagnation, how you know that that is a sign to check in with yourself and see if there's some healing to be done. Um, because I think that that's such, that shows that you've done a lot of this work and that you know the signs now, like you know your own cycles. Okay, so that was so awesome hearing about your business and how that reflects your inner healing journey. Did you have any specific tips of what we might do to heal our root chakra in terms of alignment? I mean, yeah, so there's there's lots of um, little things you can do, like um, physical exercise, I find is super grounding, um, especially if it's outside. I feel like um, you know, getting the heart pumping and getting the blood moving. Um, there's also lots of yoga specific poses for the root chakra. I know child's pose and lotus and anything that involves squatting. Mm. Um, you know, there's also breath work is really powerful. Um, I, my personal, because I'm so <laughs> manifestation and mindset focused. I love affirmations. I find them very, if done properly, very effective in shifting um, limiting beliefs. And, uh, you know, there's also um, a ton you can look on YouTube or anywhere on the internet for targeted root chakra meditations that can be super grounding as well. Those are some really great suggestions. I love the idea of being in nature. That's what I've been doing lately because I've been doing some root chakra work and I've been spending a lot more time sitting on the ground and actually just sitting in that nature energy and trying to do some grounding that way. So that sounds like a really good list for us to start with if we're looking for where to start, have some affirmations, spend some time in nature. I really appreciate that. I feel like I need to revisit some of those myself <laughs> and look up some guided meditations maybe for root chakra. That's a good point. Well, thank you so much, Krista. I love hearing your journey and that you've been so vulnerable to share that with us because I think it helps us understand how you can go from you know, being insecure for your needs to being in full control and having your own business. So I really appreciate you coming on to share that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully we'll have you on again for something. Would love that. Amazing. Thank you so much, Krista. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.